You've just been poured into the mixing bowl, your one-stop shop for all things bakery and then some. With you, your host, the Commish, and as always, joined by your trash-talking historian, Patty Power Rankings. Yo, what is up? Welcome back to the Mixing Bowl Week 2 Recap with your boy, Patty. I'm Phil. Um, Patty, let's hit this quick with a quick NFL recap. Um, nothing out of the ordinary, except for everything was out of the ordinary last week. Uh, <laughs> injuries everywhere. It affected just about every team, and it sucks. Um, obviously, I'm sure you got a shit ton of thoughts about it. Every fantasy player was affected or every fantasy team was affected any every nfl team was affected yeah hey what's up hey what's up everyone um yeah injuries suck i think it's it's just the nature of fantasy football and the nature of football in itself um but really it's a it's a survival test right sometimes you just get unlucky uh but this is why phil has graced us with 500 waiver dollars so um <laughs> it's gonna be a survival to fittest i'm really excited to see the wa- waiver report come out this week but it is what it is. I know some people are hurting more than others, but uh, it, you know that luck can lead you to a championship in the playoffs. But it also come back to bite you. It could definitely come back to bite. Yeah, I too am super excited to see what happens uh, with waiver wires this week. I think there's going to be some big dollars dropped. Um, a couple quick other NFL notes I had: Chiefs and Cowboys made mega comebacks this weekend. Um, I don't think either of them deserved to win. Uh, obviously, they got the win. Um, Almost as more of the other teams losing the Falcons and the Chargers, whatever. Uh, tank for Trevor. I know you're a Vikes fan. You on board? Uh, I mean, I would like to say yes, but we committed, what, $100 million per cousin <laughs> about five, six months ago. So don't think it's feasible. But yeah, it's not looking good. It does not look season. <laughs> it does not look good. Um, I made a quick note on Mostert. Uh, I talked to Gorman just a little bit about it, this too. Um, and how fast he is. Uh, yeah. He kind of reminds me of, and I just saw the highlights of it, but he's like Michael Sarah and super bad. And basically <laughs> the opposing defense is Seth Rogen, just <laughs> huffing and puffing. He's, he's so fast. He's the fastest kid around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my other note is Bruce Arians hates tight ends. Uh, too quick to make a knee jerk reaction on that. But I don't, I was, I was, Pete was pumped for tight ends. Pete's got three tight ends. Pete's pumped for Gronk. Uh, so far, not a whole lot. We'll see. Yeah, he's droppable at this point. Like, I I wouldn't disagree with that in the slightest. Think, Especially for, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're just like, because one, he may not be in game shape, but two, like knowing how the Patriots treated him and how he really in the last couple of years, he only kind of performed towards the end of the year in the playoffs. I'm wondering if the Bucks are kind of falling that same route. Now, kind of, yeah, I agree. It kind of seems like a money grab at this point. Let's sell some extra jerseys. Let's get Tom happy. Yeah. Let's do what we can. Uh, any other quick NFL notes you got you care to speak on? Uh, uh, the only thing really to me is the quarterback play in this league right now is at another level. So if you look, at, especially from a fantasy lens, but I think if you don't have a top-tier quarterback, I, I think this is where you're going to struggle in a PPR league. Um, you look at the, the Josh Allens, the Kyler Murrays, the Russell Wilsons, the Cam Newtons, um, the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. So that's like seven quarterbacks I just listed. So if you don't have one of those top seven quarterbacks, you're struggling right now. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree. Uh, speaking of Cam, the end of that game Sunday night, um, oh, he lined up and it's like the whole world knew he was going to run. And I'm kind of in favor of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But 
I don't know how you don't stop the run when you know it's coming. Hey, if, it's, well, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Why Why can't they go back to that fullback pass where they scored the last touchdown on the previous drive? Exactly. And it's kind of it's kind of serendipitous for uh, them running on the one versus Russell passing on the one all those years ago in the Super Bowl. Great Different point. situation, but kind of cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Bakery recap. Let's switch over. Um, one mega note I had was I'm super thankful that everyone agreed to do kind of this Royal Rumble two weeks, beginning two weeks at the end. Uh, I saw a tweet today saying some guy's the highest scoring team in his league over the course of two weeks, and he's 0-2. And that's just kind of like the bullshit that I wanted to avoid when we started talking about this stuff. So Now it's incredible. It makes sense because um, even in previous years, I know some teams would – not only get um, lose out on that, but they would get screwed by maybe facing the two best teams uh, or three best teams twice, where some other teams may get free wins um, by facing weaker teams twice. So I, I'm a huge fan of how we're doing it. It makes the most incomplete sense as long as we can keep track. But that's why we love Philly, because he gets that shit pumped out by Monday night. Spreadsheets are man's best friend. Um, <laughs> and like, I don't know, it, Pete always got, Pete's going to hate this, but Pete always got shit on. He's always had somehow the worst luck in the world. Um, and he would have had it this week had we not gone this format. Um, yeah. You don't put up 174 points and lose very often, but that would have happened to that poor guy well, this week. So half chub, right? <laughs> exactly. Speak. Yeah. Speaking of half chub too, it's like you destroyed Noonan last week. You and bro, instantly started our new podcast off and uh noon and return serve um obviously there's there's it. a middle ground to be found here but i love it yeah finally woke up uh you love to see it i think <laughs> Dak having a big game i didn't even mention him earlier completely helped out and i think it obviously started with nick chubb you know in, in his namesake went from six to midnight uh with his performance there. <laughs> so, uh, Went, it went pretty well, and obviously the momentum carried in on Sunday. So happy to see Noonan finally win. Um, yeah, apologize for the shit talking, but maybe that's what it, that's what it took to wake his team up. Sometimes that's what uh, somebody needs. Um, let's see, other quick notes I've got. Aaron Jones lifted bro almost single-handedly to that win. I know bro scored 150 points, but I, I don't know. Aaron Jones got to come back to earth at some point. We'll see, but oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see aaron jones he he performed well i mean at some point especially Devonte adams is injured the teams are just going to figure out how to stop the run but if aaron Rodgers can um you know join the fountain of youth and kind of make plays like hey, he has been the last few years it's going to be incredibly difficult to figure out what you want to stop do you want to stop Rodgers or the running attack and with green bay yeah it's a line this year i don't know if you can stop either I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to it, and I'm not looking forward to it all at the same time. Um, let's see. Any other big notes? I've got Mix and Gorman both lose their first round keepers, in McCaffrey and Big Baby Barkley. Um, obviously, Barkley is a little more serious than McCaffrey, but that sucks. Um, obviously, Jen's lost Michael Thomas, so it's like we're losing first round picks in the first couple of weeks, and that. I, well, and you lost Devonte Adams, not that he was first round, but close enough. Yeah, yeah, survival the fittest. I mean, it is what it is. You really have to rely on drafting um, other good players when that's the case. But you can't control injury luck, and you can't control injuries. What you can't control is how you manage your team throughout the year. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, any other bakery recap notes? 
you want to call out? I, I don't know if uh, I mean this might be the only crap talking I'll do. Maybe I'll do <laughs> rankings, but um, Tory's team. Uh, I'm scared. Um, I'm scared this team's not going to turn around. Um, if Edwards Elayer doesn't have a monster game, uh, the Minnesota offense doesn't look good with at Dalvin at the helm. So I don't. I, I'm scared. We'll, we'll get more into this team in a little bit. That's my only other kind of key takeaway is that I thought they would bounce back. Now Ob's looking at 0 two with the least point scored. I had a uh, I had that as my last note as well. Um, Taco's bench has actually almost outscored Tory in the first two weeks. Um, <laughs> I expect Tory to make a splash in free agency this week, and I wouldn't be surprised if big free agent or uh, big trade wheeling and dealing starts coming out week three, maybe week four, the latest. Um, I guess we'll see what happens, but well, to be seen, to be determined. Um, other than that, I did have one last thing. I just wanted to congratulate you, Patty. Um, for those that don't know, Patty, Tori, my cousin Stu, and I joined a guillotine league last week. Um, Michael Thomas obviously was out. Patty was auto-draft. Auto-draft gave Patty that poor, poor Thomas pick, and Patty survived it. So uh, I just wanted a quick shout-out while I got you here. Yeah, sometimes like, and Philly knows this. Just working with them on this podcast, working on, and we can talk to our our guests coming up. Working on West Coast time um, can be you know challenging. And then I committed to a six six o'clock uh, a draft for a guillotine. Lo and behold, I had working, and all of a sudden I looked up and it was six fifteen. So um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes uh, work and time can get the best of us, even when we're in the Central time. So I got auto picks Thomas and Evans, but thankfully Evans kind of balled out. But yeah, I survived. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, all right, let's use this time then to transition over to week two of Patty's Power Rankings. What do you got this week, Patty? Yeah, before we get into it, today's Power Rankings are sponsored by Powerade. Um, if you're looking for something that you need some electrolytes to, or you, you know, you're working out and you need to replenish yourself and say hydrated Powerade is Powerade is that uh, for you. If you want less sugar uh, than the shitty Gatorade, I highly recommend Powerade Zero. It is great tasting. Um, it comes in four different flavors. You got the blue, red, purple, and orange. Um, it, but it is a great tasting. I would also recommend doing the powder because using uh, plastic bottles is not environmental friendly. So huge shout out to Powerade today. They've been my sponsor for about 10, 12 years, my drink of choice. And very excited for them to um, very excited for them to sponsor my power rankings today. So let's get into it. Number 10, Tori. What the hell happened to his team? Um, I'll, I'll tone down on, on the trap talking, but as, <laughs> as I discussed, um, if, if Cook and Edwards Elair aren't producing at the levels that they are expected to, this team's going to struggle this year. So, um, we really need the Vikings to figure it out just from a fandom. But if Dalvin can't, you know, if Cook can't get cooking, um, we are, we're screwed. I do think Tori is a prime candidate to move one of those two running backs to help and better his team. The other thing I think Tori, I, I call out last week, he needs to upgrade at QB. If he's not one of those, if he doesn't have one of those seven we discussed, uh, he's going to have some issues. Number nine is G Man. Um, uh, injury luck, at the say the least. I think his team with losing Saquon and um, <laughs> losing Saquon is not great. I, I mean, Julio, for whatever reason, that the game scored 79 points and Julio kind of had a letdown game. Um, so that was kind of shocking. But otherwise, his team is struggling. They're dealing with injuries. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to see how this team even scraps and makes it to the playoffs. But like I said, it's how you manage your team. Owen two can be overcomable. 
Number eight, I still have Noonan's team at number eight. You know, his team went off last week. I still am questioning the season-long expectations for this team. Um, obviously, Godwin being out last week didn't really help, but um, if Chubb and Connor can produce like they did, I think Connor's kind of the key here as his RB2 um, just because he, he was injured week one and then week two came back back out, so it would kind of solidify this team. But if you compare his roster to others, I still think there's just a little bit of work that needs to get done in comparison to everyone else. Number seven, I actually have myself. Um, I, I've been hit by the injury bug in more than a couple ways, obviously losing uh, Cortland Sutton and Marlon Mack in Paris Campbell all the season-ending injuries. Um, does not help, uh, but we'll get through it. Um, Devontae Adams, obviously, being wide receiver one, being injured. Um, I would prefer that he doesn't play this weekend um, just so he can stay healthy. But like I said, if you compare my roster to others, it's probably not looking as sharp as the everyone else in the top six. Number six, I have you're draking me crazy for Jens. I know he lost Michael Thomas and Adam Thielen didn't have the greatest game, but he also has Kenyon Drake and Jonathan Taylor, which I actually saw if you guys follow Evan Silva until or on Twitter, he's a great fantasy football follow. He actually had Jonathan Taylor for as RB3 the rest of the year. So it's kind of crazy to think about where he was just two weeks ago to where he is now in the rest of fantasy football. And I think even to a point, I can see Taylor being um, Jens' keeper going forward. Um, number five, I have mix. Um, obviously last week was kind of a joke putting him at nine and now I put him at five, even losing <laughs> McCaffrey. Um, I still think this team is, has the ability. Obviously Russell Wilson is having, you know, a monster season so far. Leonard Fournette having a huge garbage on touchdown helps out. Um, I don't know if you suffice, but it's, it was, I don't know. I'm sure you watched it. Philly or saw highlights. Justin Herbert looked really good in the Chargers offense, looked 10 times better than they did week one. So that bodes well for Austin Eckler. So I'm a uh, huge Herbert guy after just a couple of plays. Um, I think that's going to help Tori out too with Keenan Allen. Yes. Um, I would be surprised if Taylor gets the job back after next week, assuming he's not playing this weekend uh, due to the chest injury still. Yeah, I saw – I don't know if you saw this. Our coach is saying Tyrod is our Taylor – or Tyrod is our Taylor. Tyrod <laughs> is our starter going forward, even if he's healthy, something like that's a dumb decision. So something to keep an eye on. I, I actually do like Mix's team, and I, I feel like he's going to use 50% of his waiver budget this week to help improve it. Number four, I have Bro. Um, obviously, having Miles Sanders and Aaron Jones helps. Miles Sanders coming back, I think, is what put this team up. Uh, to the point level that it did. DK Metcalf had an awesome game as well, too, on Sunday night. He burned the defensive player of the year. It was really awesome to see. So you look at his lineup, it's very, very solid um, and definitely going to be a contender, even though it was very, very close um, to seeing if he almost lost with the way people are scoring. But, um, yeah, I think he's number four and is a contender. Number three is Taco. Huge shout-out to you. I know I doubted you last podcast by saying you didn't listen, but I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Obviously, Raheem Moster is the fastest guy alive, so having him as a running back is amazing. <laughs> Derrick Henry might score 50 points this week against the Vikings defense because um, we can't stop the run. And then you got Calvin Ridley, who's a beast. He's wide receiver one right now. So this team's really good. Cam Newton turning around to being um, a really good quarterback has, has definitely taken this team to the next level. Um, I also feel like this team is definitely a contender, especially if, if Ridley, Evans, and Robinson stay healthy. This guy, we can find him an RB2 if Mostert is not is not healthy. So, um, yeah, Taco's number three. Number two, I have Pete. Um, obviously, we've talked about at, at nauseum his, his bad luck, but um, his, this team stacked. He's scoring really, really well. Obviously, Josh Jacobs and Zeke, from a PPR perspective, are monsters. Um, obviously, he's 
avoided any bad injuries so far and Josh Allen turning out to be an MVP candidate and even a fantasy MVP candidate has definitely helped out this team. Overall, I like the entire the entire roster, and he hasn't even had Galladay play yet, so that's a, kind of a sign to his strength of his depth. Obviously, we make fun of him for having three tight ends <laughs> and Gronk, but I feel like he's going to be droppable, and the rest of those players are all really good on his team. Last but not least, our commissioner of Philly, I have his number one. Uh, Alvin Kamara is returning to his form from 2017. You look at the rest of this team, and it, it's like it's clear that Philly does have the best team, unfortunately, right now, um, which on the flip side only means he can only go down. Right teams are right owners. So um, if you look at everything else that Philly has, he has a top quarterback in Sean. Chris Carson's a great RB2, and then you throw in DeAndre Hopkins, who's a stud at wide receiver. I don't see how this team really loses. So um, it's really top-heavy, but his all-stars really carry him. So. That's my power rankings for the week. Love it. I have little to no disagreements. Um, I love Pete's team. Um, he's got multiple guys that can go off it every week. Um, his flex positions are stacked. Um, yeah. Like you said, he hasn't he hasn't even had Galladay yet. He's only had, yep. at, what was that, a half or three quarters of Kittle? Um, obviously, it's only two weeks, so it's, it's all small sample size, but I, I – I'm super excited to see the next couple of weeks. But that said, Pete having a deep team, I can only see him stressing out Thursday nights and Sunday mornings trying to submit those lineups, like who to play, who to play, who to play. I can just um, be in, like texting him, buddy, <laughs> who should I be starting? <laughs> so I look forward. I don't. I, I'm excited to see what happens this week after free agency, um, as we've already mentioned. So. So we'll see. Week three is right around the corner. I'm super excited about it. Boom. All right. Let's transition over. We have now picked up our third player this week. Uh, guest number two, Gorman. Gorman, what's up? Happy to have you. What up, fellas? Not much. <laughs> Just coming here in sunny San Diego waiting for baby number two to show up any day now. So I could be a little distracted in the next couple weeks, but... Uh, I, I can't be doing as bad as I have even when I'm fully focused. So, <laughs> but, Love uh, it. Let's get into it, huh? Baby number two is my first topic for you. Are you nervous? Not as nervous as I was the first time, but I'm a little more nervous because I got my bathroom torn apart and I'm running out of fumes. <laughs> I got to get put back together before baby two comes. So. <laughs> Good. You've, you've got only days left, don't you? A week yeah, or two the, tops? The due date's the 27th. Holy shit. Good luck, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and then while I got you, before we hop into football, you are our only you two are our only two West Coast boys here. Um obviously Patty's We're been the- living in the fire. I know Gorman, you just said it's sunny, but have you guys how is how is everything over there? I'll yeah. start I'll start with me since it's the easiest. It's uh, sunny and 75 in San Diego, so we're good. Easy, easy living. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a tough uh, week and a half in Portland. It rained probably about an inch on Friday, which was probably just enough to clear up the smoke. But I was back home uh, for a wedding for um, Otter's wedding last weekend. But outside of that and then up until last Friday, it was the worst living conditions I've ever lived in my life. It's like walking outside and you're walking through Mystic Lake Casino at all times. You're basically <laughs> walking through somebody smoking a cigarettes in your face at all times. So, oh yeah, my. it was it was awful. You couldn't go outside. You basically had to bring the dog out to go to the bathroom. That's it. And 
it was it was just miserable and we couldn't use ac because our ac units connected outside either so it was it was awful oh my god that sounds awful yeah I, I, like you said that's awful that sucks um cool i didn't mean to like bring it down but just wanted to check in on you two while uh oh, yeah while i had well, you both hey, here. yeah let me bring it back up while we're off topic about the Padres, first time in 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> Tatis Jr., baby. A new Padres fan, of course, just because I moved <laughs> here, but uh, pretty excited. That seems super fun to watch. I think the moral of the story is if you can move to San Diego, you should move to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah. tell that to the, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. No joke. <laughs> Put a bunch of gomers. <laughs> um, all right, Gorman. Last week, we had our first guest, our one and only Packers owner. This week, we have our only other Packers fan in the league. That might have been done on purpose. I'm not totally sure. But <laughs> you guys are 2-0. and Vikes are 0-2. You got the hot mic. Is there anything you want to shit stock while you still can? Uh, no, I'm pretty uh, – I don't like to say too much because I know it can turn on a dime. But uh... – yeah, we've put up 42 points back-to-back weeks. That look, in all honesty, the, the Vikings' defense is dinged up. The Lions are the Lions. So, until we play someone real, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> I saw some of you guys got like 1,000 yards over the last two weeks, which is 1,000 yards and like however many points was the first time in I don't know how many years, if not ever. So, but I don't know. We'll see what happens to the Packers. I'm not looking first, forward to first it. First time since 2014 that they scored back-to-back games of 40 points, and that was a pretty decent year. So That's disgusting. Hey, Gorman, if you want <laughs> Rodgers, I'll take Kyler Murray off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was 2014, I'd say yeah. <laughs> Kyler was still playing baseball at the time. <laughs> Speaking exactly. of Kyler, uh, let's do studs and duds. I'm going to start off with Kyler and steal hopefully both your thunder. Uh, that dude last week I thought was arguably a dark horse MVP candidate. Um, I don't think he's much of a dark horse anymore if this continues. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. He's a he's a monster. He's on one of my other fantasy teams, and he like the way he's like him and Lamar are, are are in my eyes really smart because they don't take big hits. They're like smart runners. So they know when to like slide or when to get out of bounds, but also they use their speed so much to make throws outside of the pocket. So it's, 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 it's Kyler is one of my top three favorite players to watch. He's incredible. Yeah. He rocks and Gorman's over here reaping the benefits two weeks in. <laughs> I've only <laughs> had two of them. It works, What's your dud, Phil? My dud, I'm going with uh, Todd Gurley. I saw somewhere Gurley had 21 carries last week, 61 yards, zero catches. I just don't know how you're the Falcons with Ridley and Julio. Now, I, Hurst is good. Gage had a good week one. I like. I, are they loading the box on Gurley? Is that why everyone else is going off? I, I haven't watched the Falcons I'm just looking at stat sheet and crap but I there's got to be something more to it I know he's got bad knees I know he's getting up there in age but I don't know those that's my biggest doubt of the week I think Dan Quinn's on the hot seat ever since losing the ball honestly I did I I think so too we'll see what happens with them we'll see what happens with they just 
as much as I want to say like the Bills and Vikings are cursed, the Falcons have just been getting torn apart on some bad yeah. stuff the last handful of years. Um, so I don't know, Gorman, who's your stud for the week or two studs? You got multiple. Let me uh, first. Let me say the Browns' backfield to have both running backs score twenty plus points. I mean, after a week before that, they're just crap. I mean, they uh, stepped it up big time. I know it was the Bengals, but running backs go off. That was pretty impressive. And then uh, uh, I would say Cam Newton and Miles Sanders. I think Miles Sanders sitting out week one and then coming out, no one had much expectation for him, put up 20 points. I mean, I think that's a pretty solid uh, outing. And Cam Newton dropping 34. I mean, it is the, he is a former MVP, and maybe he's found the fountain of youth with uh, – the hoodie. <laughs> Cam Newton at this point should be both quarterback and running back uh, yeah. availability in ESPN. No joke. That would be uh that would be pretty sweet. Uh, Patty, you got any studs? Yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, no one circles the leggings like the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. So mm-hmm. Josh Allen having back to back weeks. Yeah, I get it. It's the Jets and the Dolphins, but dude, he looked impressive from a passing lens. So you combine that with his running prowess, the guy's a guy's a stud, and also I think should be in the MVP conversation. And then Stephon Diggs, I think you look at the impact he had, or him leaving Minnesota, and the impact we're having with our offense. Um, are like I speak that I'm on the Vikings, but and then you look at um, Diggs on uh, having a 29 point outing for the Bills last week. I think both of those guys need to be recognized as as my two studs of the week. Love it. I've got one more to add that I wasn't sure either one of you. Um, it wasn't an amazing game by any means, but Terry McScorlin, that dude might be the only offensive weapon on Washington that I can trust right now. And it's crazy that he's doing it with a quarterback that I wouldn't trust. So I'm, I'm curious what happens the next couple of weeks, uh, but so far so good. And I know Tory had a huge boner for him last year, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, any duds for Gorman? Yeah, well, I'll. In terms of duds, I'll. I won't bring up the guys who didn't perform because of injuries and they missed the majority of a game. But um, I would say, you know, Derrick Henry against uh, a team everybody thought would finish last, the Jacksonville Jaguars. He put up eight points. Does that mean he, he sucks? No, it just means he had a bad game against <laughs> a team I thought was inferior, but. Man, Mishu Magic might be the real deal this year. But uh, outside of Derrick Henry, the only other one I was going to mention, which I don't think anybody started him, so he didn't hurt anybody, but Kirk Cousins scored, what, negative one <laughs> point? That's pretty yeah. tough to do as a quarterback. But uh, that, that's who I got. That's uh, Yeah, I saw some, some guy tweet out either yesterday or today. It was, uh, I would have won my fantasy football game had I not started Kirk Cousins and his negative points. It's just like – I, there's nothing worse than like when a defense goes negative, that's one thing and it sucks. But when a quarterback when any other position player goes negative, it's like, yikes. Yeah. No joke. Uh, Patty duds. Who do you got? Yeah. First I got two of them. One Allen Robinson, uh, as much as hype as he's had. And I know taco still won. Um, I thought it was a dud by him. I mean, the Giants secondary looks is not good. Their defense is not good. And I was expecting more, but I get I get the the game script with the Bears going up seventeen nothing. But um, 
I just I, I don't know if he's a reliable wide receiver one if Mitchell Trubisky is his quarterback. So it'll be interesting to see what that's like going forward. Uh, secondly, T.Y. Hilton. Um, I think we all know in how much work shitting on the Vikings defense, but yet he didn't get going or didn't get a lot of looks from Rivers. So it's kind of concerning um, uh, for someone like Philly, even though he's you know starting him. But uh, you would think T.Y. Hilton would have gotten more looks in this offense over the last two weeks, but it's early, so we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. That kind of sucked. And then I, I put some big money on a uh, Hines too, and it's like, wow, this could be easy points against what seems to be a bad Vikings defense. And it was not easy points, and the Vikings still lost. So it was worst case scenario for uh, for me last weekend. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got. Um, I don't have any other studs and duds that I want to really call out. Darren Waller had a huge game last night. Circling back for the 50th time on Pete's three tight end set. Um, <laughs> we're going to see. We're going to see. And that's all I got. And then Russell Wilson, five touchdowns, I think, to five different players. Um, I wanted both Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. That part of the draft for me is kind of dark. Um, but I digress. Let's move on. Next week, we got two teams that are 2-0. and They just so happen to be the two fastest beer chuggers in the league. Taco and Pete. Um, I play Taco next week, so I'm going to get this out of the way real quick. Um, Taco has Henry, who was Gorman's dud last week, um, but he plays Minnesota. I'm nervous about that. Mostert injured. We'll see. Patty's dud, Allen Robinson, also on that team. We're going to see. Uh, I'm scared of Ridley, and I hope Godwin's back. So just to take points away from Mike Evans. I don't have high hopes for me this coming week, but we're going to see. Um, you guys got any comments on Taco versus Phil, or we're going to move on to Pete and Jens? We can move on. I think it's I think it's going to be a very tight matchup. It'll be uh, it'll be a, I think it'll be a high high scoring affair, especially if you move around a couple guys. Phil, uh, I'm going to have to do something crazy. Flex spot's going to be in flux all season, but that's what we're here for. And I don't even have any injuries yet, and I'm I, I can't bitch. So um, Pete versus Jens. Pete's the other two and O team. Um, Patty Gorman, you want anything to say about it? Yeah, I think it's gonna be a great matchup. Um, I, I'm really interested to see how um, the running back duos face off against each other. So you got Taylor and Drake versus Zeke and Jacobs. And I think ultimately who's ever going to score the most points between their two running backs is going to win. Um, so that's, that's, I think the key matchup to look out for, I think Jonathan Taylor against the Jets defense could have a field day. So my slight edge um, would go to Jens, but if you look at the win probability, given the lineups right now on ESPN, 52% says Pete will win. So we'll see. Yeah. I'd piggyback on that and say, uh, yeah, I think Pete has the better running back combo, more proven combo per se. Jonathan Taylor being a rookie really sh- kind of showed up last week. But I think the real kicker is Mitchell Turpiskit <laughs> versus Josh Allen. Josh Allen is just killing it. I think he's going to continue on this way. I was listening to some sports talk guys talking about how, like, the through dramatic differences between Sam Darnold's situation with the Jets and Josh Allen with the Bills. The Bills have adapted to who their guy is and played to his strengths. And the Jets, who knows what the hell they're trying to do. <laughs> and so Josh Allen, I think, has really started to develop confidence and throwing accuracy is through the roof right now. Can he keep it up? We'll see. But 
what really makes him deadly is his legs and his, his youth. He's willing to freaking take a shot to get a first down. So Love it. Yeah, I think the edge goes with Pete. Love that. Um, then let's move on to the rest of the league. There isn't anybody, any matchup too crazy to me. Uh, Newton versus Tom. Obviously, we called out Kyler earlier. Uh, Newton bitch slapped Patty's uh, shit talking last week. Um, I, I'm super excited about this. I'm happy to see what Chubb and Connor do versus I. Tariq Cohen got paid when Allen Robinson's looking to get paid. Um, Cohen's going to have to prove that money, I think. And then obviously Julio had a kind of a lackluster week despite the Falcons scoring 40 points. Um, so I'm looking to see him get back on track. Yeah, uh, talking about my own matchup, you know, I'm really <laughs> relying heavily on David Johnson. Uh, he could be a dud the rest of the year. Who knows? Uh, I'm hoping for some uh, free agent pickups, so we'll see what that second running back spot looks like. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my my receivers could blow up, but they could definitely be like a zero. Boyd, first week, crap. Second week, 20 points. So, yeah, I would definitely, if I was a betting man, I'd bet uh, the half Chubb again this weekend. <laughs> Anything to add, Patty? No, not not nothing. I'm just preparing for my matchup. All right, well, <laughs> let's save your matchup for last. Ob versus Mix. You got hot hand Russell Wilson versus Danny. Where's my dimes? Um, wow. And then obviously, uh, obviously Mix Looking- is missing McCaffrey. Look, looking at the projection right now, they're projected point one point difference. This is in the eyes of uh, ESPN a toss up. And I was just looking if we did the old, if we did the old uh, scheduling, Mickler would be sitting zero and two with Tori and I. So he's probably happy that we're going by points to get that one and one. That feels a lot better than zero and two. But he's got a solid team. Wilson's a freak. Eckler's getting it going. Fournette. Might have uh, punched his ticket to the starting after last week. Not that Ronald Barr had. Um, uh, let's just see if uh, A.J. Brown, Patty's boy, can make something happen. If he can't, <laughs> then uh, Fresh Pensa L. Air might step in and take the dub. Yeah, I'm super excited to see Keenan Allen. I really hope Herbert's the guy. Um, I think it just makes that team a little bit more fun. We've seen Tyrod Taylor on enough teams oh, God, to – uh, yeah, but let's move on. And then James Robinson for the Jags. That was a nice pickup by Obes last week. Um, Jags might have a little more something that everyone gave him credit for at the beginning of the season, like Gorman was mentioned earlier. So it's kind of a wait and see. It's still it's only week two. So oh yeah. Um. All right, Patty. Anything to add? Are we still waiting for your uh, this final matchup? Patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Gorman, you want to take this match up first? Yeah, I mean, just looking at it, it's Aaron Jones is pretty scary looking. I mean, 45 points less or 41 points leading the league and scoring in all categories. Um, but, you know, that was against two, I mean, back to back crappy, back to back crappy teams who he really took advantage of, but, uh, I mean, New Orleans isn't amazing by any means, but it's a much more stiffer competition. So, you know, uh, T bros, uh, victory, I think rides on the shoulders of Aaron Jones. And if Miles Sanders can do to Cincinnati, what the Browns backfield did be cruising a victory. 
could be a big week for Burrow. Uh, Kansas City, Mahomes and Tyreek Hill versus Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore, obviously, Deshaun Watson's a, a tear down from Mahomes, but Baltimore defense is no joke, so I'm that excited is a, to that see. That is an interesting I didn't. I just realized that now. Freaking Lamar on Patty's team and Mahomes, and they're yeah. playing each other. That's going to be a shootout. This is – I really hope it comes down to Monday night. I hope. Oh, it's going to come down to Monday night. <laughs> and I hope uh, Devontae is full strength for you after tweaking his uh, – hammy last week seriously yeah and patty are you still gonna start ingram yeah oh yeah that's oh and you got justin tucker jeez yeah this is definitely coming down to monday night all right oh, yeah. patty, take it away <laughs> yeah so if you look at uh oh, and Bro- mark andrews oh. yeah i was about to say i'm waiting for this because it's legitimately <laughs> gonna come down to monday night if you can cut in like the monday night football song that'd be great but if you look at Mahomes and tyreek um, obviously, it's an unstoppable combo. Baltimore has a decent defense, so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I, I plan on starting Ingram. Um, I think what the Chargers did last week was really run the ball effectively against Kansas City, so hoping he has a big game. Right. But yeah, Lamar versus Mahomes, it's the, it's the show that we all want to watch in the NFL, and it's and obviously from a fantasy matchup standpoint, it's a show we all want to watch. So I'm excited for this matchup. If Devontae can't play, it, it's going to significantly dent my chances to win. Um, I think the guy to keep an eye out for is DK Metcalf or bro. Um, I know you talked about Aaron Jones, but Dallas, the secondary looks awful. DK Metcalf and could have another huge game. And at that point it could be out of my control. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to the matchup. I think these teams are evenly matched and it's perfect that Mahomes and Lamar are playing each other the same week. I'm playing bro. Yeah, this is, that's going to be a fun game to watch. And I'm looking through the schedule right now. You, this matchup's got like, five or six players at noon. Mm-hmm. Everything else is going to be afternoon, Sunday night, and straight up Monday night. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then quick shout-out, mm-hmm. Patty. You picked up Freeman when that news started leaking was yesterday, two days ago. Um, so I don't know that he's going to do much, obviously, now this week. But I think that might end up being a very good sneaky pick, especially considering all of, uh, of your unfortunate injuries so far this season. Yeah, I talked about at the draft, I need to run in back depth, and my running backs are dropping like flies. So um, the mo- any way I can pick one up to use them, the better for me. Yeah, I kind of created a list of uh, forward-thinking of guys that might makers was one of them, not because of his abilities. It's just his first week was kind of like a rookie, what you would expect, and then getting injured, man. Who knows what that's going to do to him the rest of the year. And then my Prince, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Towards OPL. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about injuries. Devontae Adams, Paris Campbell, Sutton. Julio Jones got dinged up. Obviously, Saquon blew out his uh, ACL. But like uh, like Phil, appreciative, he pointed it out. The first year I won the ship, uh, David Johnson was my first overall pick. and he. So it's not a death sentence. It just makes it makes the victory that much sweeter. <laughs> or or the beer mile that much sweeter. True that. <laughs> um, all right, that's all the matchups. I think that's about it. Anyone got any closing thoughts? No, I think the only thing for me is Gorman Vessel Lockup for the next week, two weeks, we'll be thinking about you. And I think uh, as we um, welcome in, you know, another a kid to the, the bakery, we're excited for you and wish you and your wife the best of luck. Absolutely. Good luck, G-Man. Be thinking of you. Uh, second kid running around with a chest full of hair. Um, I'm excited to see some photos. 
And we lost him. We lost him on that point. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, hey, hey. But uh, <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, we'll, I'll keep the link. Awesome. Posted. Sounds great. Um, all right. Let's wrap up week number two recap for the mixing bowl. Gorman, thanks for joining us. Patty, thanks for sticking around with me. You guys have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take care, guys.